This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Nick Tversky, and I am here with a very special guest. You've seen her before. She's a fan favorite. Andrea Libros, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Nick. I'm happy to be here. So we're focusing on bringing in uh, planner users, and Andrea is a uh, certified pro, correct? Correct. And to just talk about their experiences with the, with the planner, uh, you know, from like a technical aspect, how do I use it? What are the things that are interesting? But also we're going to talk about sort of a little bit of the inspiration and the the outcomes uh, that we've seen from people using the planner, what the planner makes possible. And so sure. Andrew's here. I, my understanding is that we're going to be talking about things that you've learned from your clients or things you've you've learned from your own experience with the planner? Both. I mean, I think my clients are a bigger uh, playground, we'll call it, for exploring how people are using the planner. Sure. But I am an av- avid user myself. So <laughs> I see a lot of um, – I work with entrepreneurial women. And one of the key components of my work is is helping them become more organized, focused – better planners so that they can grow their businesses. And um, the planner is part of this whole program. Well, and you've got a book that we're going to talk about a little bit later that's going to talk about, I assume, a lot of the same stuff, correct? Yeah. The title of the book is She Thinks Big. Oh, and love The it. Entrepreneurial Woman's Guide to Getting Past the Messy Middle and Into the Extraordinary. Okay. So I think when a lot of my clients come to me, they're in this, what I call messy middle. And the planner is one of the tools that they can use to help extract themselves from that. Well, and the messy middle, of course, is a favorite uh, phrase here at, at Full Focus and Focus on This. So it's already, it's re- you're, re- it's, you're yeah. ready. I'm ready. If you're a planner user, you need some assistance. There's already a book there. It's coming out this fall. We'll talk about it. Later, but it's Monday, and yes. actually, a little glimpse behind the curtain, it is actually Monday, also while we record this. That's not actually usually the case. Monday uh, morning, right yeah, early. It is, it is Monday morning right now. Uh, how are you feeling as you head into your week? I am feeling pretty good. I um, Just like a good full-focus planner user, I have prepared <laughs> my week. And and uh, when, when yes. did when did you prepare your week? Of course, I do know. it on Sundays. Yeah, I find that um, on Sundays is a better time for me to do it. It's kind of a little. It's some downtime. I can think beyond the immediate moment and kind of make sure I have all my ducks lined up in a row for the for the week. And it's also a really good time for me to reflect on what my bigger goals are and am I actually doing things that feed, or I call it fuel them. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas in the middle of the week or even on a Monday morning right now, I'm kind of full, full guns blazing. Right. Yeah. You want to go. It's time to get to work. I want to go. (laughs) 
All right. Well, let's let's start. What are we calling this list? How how should we list? So this? I think these are three things since the last time we talked, which I don't know mm-hmm. how long ago that was, but you know, I was thinking about this. What am I going to tell Nick? Well, I kind of came up with three things. Three. I don't know if they're new revelations, but revelations that have um, that have expanded my thinking on, and also have seen happen to more people. That's a very long title, Andrea. It uh, is. <laughs> Three new revelations. How's yes. that? Okay, great. We'll figure it out in the, uh, later. Yeah, we'll call <laughs> it the three new revelations. Hit mm-hmm. me with the, with the first revelation. Okay, so the first revelation is something I call plan, schedule, do. Mm. And a lot of times we just want to get right to the action, right? Like, t- like what am I going to do today? What am I going to do this week? What am I going to do this quarter? And we have to really pause before we can do anything and we have to plan it and we have to schedule it. So sometimes when I have new users to the planner, they're like, oh, this is going to be perfect. It's going to um, help me figure out my schedule and then it's going to tell me what to do. But they're forgetting this whole, even though it's called a planner, right? They're forgetting this whole other part of part of the pu- piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are their goals? Or what is the bigger thinking they need? What are they setting out to do? What's their plan? Not for today, but for, you know, the, a longer period of time. So it sound, That sounds scary, though. If you go, it does sound scary. So there is a scary element to this, but you have to be willing to work through that scary. You know, these are kind of like fe- common fears, right? That I'm going to have to uh, commit to something. Yeah. If What's I go, happen? well, what do I need to do today? I yeah. can do that. I can tell you that. I can, and yeah. most people can tell you that. They can totally. say, today I've got to, you know, got to finish this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to pay this bill. I'm going to do whatever. Right. But if you told me, okay, well, what am I doing this year? What am I doing this five years? What am I? What do I want to be in a decade from now? I'm suddenly like, wait a minute, Andrea, I'm going to live forever. Number one, <laughs> we already that's, knew that. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. Number one, number two. That's very. That's uh, it. Sets yourself up for potentially a lot of fear around failure, like sort of preemptive fear. Like you yes. haven't even started yet, and you're like, well, I, I can't do that. So, no. so I'm not I'm not going to try it. And I, you know, I might resemble that remark a little bit. We, I think we all do at times, right? We all have times that we resemble that remark. But, you know, I in my book actually I talk about these nine common fears, mm-hmm. right? And fear of uncertainty, like what's going to happen in the future. Fear, there's fear of success. There's all sorts of fears. But I think there's some freedom actually in thinking bigger and having a bigger plan because it kind of gives you a path to go on, not just like the little stepping stones, Mm. but a bigger path, which kind of brings me to my second revelation in that there's a difference between being interested in doing something and being committed to it. Mm. Sure. That sounds right. But how if, but I'm sure the, the, the trick is that, People don't recognize that in themselves. They don't. It, right. They don't. So you've got to 100%. I think we, again, like I could be guilty of this too. Um, but once you've got to really 
Once you get someone asking you some questions or even the planner asking you questions, because it sort of asks you questions in there in a sense. Yes. You a lot really, of questions. A lot of questions, right? You really recognize, you, you can recognize whether you're committed to achieving something or you're just kind of interested. Mm. Or the third piece of that puzzle, which can kind of go to the other extreme, is you're so attached to what you think it should look like. Meaning, okay, like you talked about working out. Right? Like you're going to work out today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So what does a normal workout look like for you? Are you asking me personally? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually I do a lot of cardio. So usually it's a lot of like, you got to warm up and walk and do just a tiny bit of stretching. But then yeah. it's running and then it's, I mean, that's basically it. I stretch and then I run and then I am home. That's it. All right. How long does that all take? <laughs> About an hour. Okay. So that's your typical, like, if Nick's going to work out, this is what it looks like. Yeah. But there are days that maybe you don't have the hour, right? Okay. So maybe you've got 30 minutes. So if you were attached to the typical Nick workout, then you'd be like, well, I don't have 60 minutes. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. But if you were committed versus being attached to exactly what it has to look like, you might say, okay, 30 minutes is better than no minutes. Sure. And I'm just committed in getting a workout in. If you're committed, then you have a greater plan. Like I'm working out because it makes me feel better and it's a healthy thing to do and I want to do it and we can get into all the whys. So you're just committed to the workout. You're not necessarily attached to Mm. what it has to look like. You know, I remember um, former writer of this show, actually, Larry Wilson, talked about that when he travels, he he had pre-planned different morning rituals for him, right? So now – the difference between being at home and going, okay, I know my alarm's going to go off. I know that my coffee's, you know, all of the steps that you can control. He had a separate morning routine ritual for yes. uh, his travel days to go, I'm going to have less time. Things are going to go wrong, but I still want to have some control over feeling like I am completing uh, a task and still feeling like good and intentional every morning. And I thought that's, it feels connected to this idea. It is. It is connected. So, you you know, like if you look at your ideal week, Mm -hmm. okay, which I think is an awesome tool, sometimes, you know, we get frustrated. Like it didn't go exactly as it's supposed to go. Have you ever fully hit your ideal week? No. I don't think I ever have. Have you? I'm going to start. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Just checking. I think we need to start asking this question. Has anybody, if you have, please post this in the full focus community. Please, like for real, if you're at home and you're going, I did it one time, we want to talk to you or just hear from you. But uh, sorry, go ahead. So (laughs) so that's like, so so when we get all mad at ourselves because we didn't get our ideal weekend, that's kind of being attached, Mm -hmm. right? But you're you're committed to maybe getting the elements of the ideal week in there. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to look exactly like that. It's great if it does. And yes, who are you? But does that, so that's. It, that's something that's really um, – I've got to point out a lot to my clients and to myself even. And then if you think of it from a business perspective, you know, you set out to achieve a goal and you think you know how you're going to do it, mm-hmm. right? But nine times out of ten, maybe in the end, you get to the goal, but it, the path didn't look like you thought it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. So you're attached you're, – sorry, you're committed to the goal. You're not necessarily attached to the how part. Sure. And I see that a lot when I help clients make create business plans that, you know, we, we review them at least every quarter 
And sometimes they're frustrated that, oh, well, this isn't going exactly as I thought, but I keep reminding them, hey, are you moving in the right direction? And nine times out of 10, yes. Well, and I think that awareness, right, of saying you're committed to this endpoint, you're committed is, would probably help. I have a teenager. I'm not trying to sell my teenager out. But what I notice is that if, you know, he'll set goals and sometimes if things fall off track just like a little bit, which is going to happen, but mm-hmm. when it does, it is almost like, well, what's the point entirely? <laughs> exactly. Go, so why should, why do I even, why do I even write this down? Right. Yeah, like, like, I, it just, uh, it's, I said I was going to do this thing and so I haven't done it. And I look, I also, I can relate to this at various points in my life as well. Right. I said I was going to do this thing. I haven't done it yet. So, and I messed up. And so I, I can't do it anymore The because the thing was the process. And yes. so I broke the process. So it's over. So it's over. I have a whole podcast. I have my own podcast and I have a whole episode on um, anti-goal setters, you know, and one mm. of the, one of the reasons that someone's an anti-goal setter, a common reason I hear is because it's just not going to happen that way or it might yeah. not, you know, so why do I even bother to begin with? <laughs> I believe, I believe they call that a limiting belief. (laughs) They do. They do. Look at you. Yes, they do Um, call it a limiting belief. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. What's our third takeaway? The third takeaway I've kind of had is... um, what I call like working, I call it working in your zone of extraordinary achievement. You know, it might be full focus has their own words, but I kind of have my own twist on it, which means when you're planning something, okay, so kind of going back to this planning piece, are you, are the, are the things that you're planning going to, number one, move you in the direction you want to go? Like, is it going to move your business forward? Is it going to move you forward personally? Um, do you enjoy doing it? Mm-hmm. Are you the only person in the world that could do it? Um, or are do you have resources available to farm it out, to delegate it out? Mm-hmm. And you know, if you if it is gonna move you forward, 
if you are the only person that can do it, if you enjoy doing it, I guess I should have forgot that one, but if you enjoy doing it, then yeah, you're probably working in your zone of extraordinary achievement. But people plan, I find, things that don't fall into that category, and then they they feel like they're um, wasting time, maybe this isn't useful, why is this taking me so long, that kind of thing. So what what's like an example of something that doesn't fulfill all of the, you know, what what kind yeah. of thing are people planning that you go they don't fulfill all of this? You know, okay, so you? let's say, um, okay, I'll give you a personal example, and then I'll give you and I'll give you a business example. A business example: someone says if they're an entrepreneur, hey, I got to work on all my social media. I got to be have bigger social media presence. And okay, like I could buy into that. Like that is going to move you forward. Um, but they hate graphic design. Mm-hmm. They despise copywriting and it takes them a long time, probably because they're avoiding it too, to get to get going on having a larger a bigger social media presence. They would have been way better off finding someone whose expertise is social media, who enjoys doing it and who does it really quickly and and letting that person do it. Right. So that's something. Instead, they have these big blocks of time that say social media on their in their planner. Sure. And they never actually do it because right. they hate doing it and it takes a while. So that would be kind of a business example. You're not working in your zone of extraordinary achievement. At home, I mean, as silly as it sounds, like a lot of people don't love cooking. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not their thing. So yes, we all have to eat. That's part of the deal. But <laughs> Could you even just, you know, use one of those meal delivery services? It sure. might make it a little easier if you have all the ingredients right at, right in front of you. I mean, you could go to the extreme of hiring a chef, but but just the meal delivery or going to the grocery store and buying something, even now in the grocery store, they have meals with all the components. Like that's helping you create a better plan than suffering through meal prep, planning, grocery shopping. Sure. Well, and- I don't know if famously is the right word or not, but we have talked at least a few times about the role of dinner specifically in your daily yeah. <laughs> routine. Um, how do you manage your dinners out of curiosity? So I go in, I go in streaks. Mm-hmm. Nick, I got to be honest. Sometimes sure. I, um, I've i been known to use meal, you know, get four meals in a box every week from mm-hmm. – Blue Apron. Um, Then other times I'm like, no, I've got my act together. I've got a little more brain space for this. And I plan out meals on on Sundays and get all the ingredients. And then other times I just tell people in my family that they have to fend for themselves on certain days of the week. Yep. (laughs) Well, last I'm thinking about this because last week we had to make a very conscious decision. We've had a lot happening in our life. We have a baby now, plus the teenager. (gasps) Plus, you know, business stuff and whatever. And and I was just sitting in the kitchen and I went, you know what? Next week, we're just going to, we're just doing like frozen meals. Yeah. We just like for this week, we just, I cannot sit around and think about this. And so that's what it is. My son came in the kitchen two days ago and he goes, what are we doing for dinner? And I said, I have not thought about it at all. Yes. <laughs> so it was just like, I can't. So that's been very, you know, and just like the freedom to let go of that. It's not forever, but it's no. okay. Right. For one week, okay. if we're doing some frozen pizza and we're pulling in the chicken tenders and what I really had to like let go of that. Um, you're committed to eating dinner, but you're not attached to how the, what it's going to look like. Well, not now. Yes, that's for <laughs> sure. 
so those are our three takeaways. Can you can you summarize sure. what those Number, were? Again? First one is there. It's not just about doing something. It's not just about taking the action. It's it also involves planning what you're going to do, scheduling it into your planner, and then you're going to do it. So that was number one. Number two is. You know, this whole com- thing, are you just interested in doing something? Are you committed to doing it? Or are you attached to what it's going to look like? I think my my choice would be committed in the middle there. And then the third piece is really operating in what I call your zone of extraordinary achievement. It's moving the needle forward. It's something you enjoy doing. It's something that no one else can do. And you have the resources to, um, or if, if it's not something, if you're going to farm it out, you have the resources to do it, but just only operating where you're at your optimum, not suffering through things that aren't necessarily giving you energy. So we, I know we've got a hard stop here in a couple of minutes, but I have started to ask people some similar questions now just to kind of get to get a sense of what the full focus planner community is up to. Number one, of course, is which planner are you using? I am using the, uh, and I have it right here in front of me. I am using the the ring, the loose leaf ring ah, planner. Loose leaf, and uh, that's obviously pretty new for you. So it is. I like it because I can add other things in the back. I can take, like, I just planned out my next quarter um, now, but I took the last few pages of mm-hmm. the second quarter or it moved it, you know, I kind of, I can do a cut and paste, we'll call it. Uh, there's an episode coming up, or maybe it's out, I don't remember, where somebody talked about the fact that they're really happy to take their goal pages out of the yeah. loose leaf and scan them, yeah. um, just to like for posterity, or for or to take their weekly preview out and scan them for their assistant. I think that was very, very smart. I was very into that. Super smart. Um, and then... A personal question for me is, what are you using to write in your planner? This is maybe I, the most controversial thing that happens in the planner community. <laughs> I use the Uniball Vision Elite pen mm-hmm. in blue. In blue. I'm a little crazy and, you know, addicted to it. One day I'll get to talk about my pencils. That's the okay. one day we're going okay. to do it. But, uh, Andrea, thank you so much. Uh, you've got a book coming out real quick. It's when's it, when's it coming out? What's the title again? Where should people September go? September 26th. It's called She Thinks Big, The Entrepreneurial Woman's Guide to Moving Past the Messy Middle and Into the Extraordinary. And if you want to find out more about it, get on the list, et cetera, you can go to Andrea's with an S, links with an S dot com. Andrea's links dot com. All right. We'll and you can that. find all sorts of links there. Uh, we'll have that in the show notes for sure. So you can just go down there and click it and you'll be there. And so, Andrea, thank you so much for helping uh, on the show today and for sharing your insights. And uh, we'll have you back soon. Thanks, Nick. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.